everybody, welcome back. Today is another episode of the Joe Credit Show. Today we're going to talk about how often should you apply for credit cards. I'm Joe Chavaria. We'll unpack that plus more on another episode of the Joe Credit Show. So the question is, how often should I apply for new credit cards or just credit cards in general? And I'm going to go over a bunch of bullet points and a bunch of information to explain my answer. Um, but let me give you my answer first. And my, my simple answer is rarely. You should rarely do this, almost almost never. Um, but you know, over the course of time, you know, it'll it'll be a good amount if you if you're continuing to build credit. But and if you look at it from like a yearly perspective, year by year, the answer is rarely. You should rarely be applying for for new credit cards. And I'm going to give you my reason. Of course, some people may may disagree with me on that, and that's okay. Um, I, I I love hearing you know different sides and different opinions. That's what I'm all about. Uh, that's how we grow as a society. Um, so you know, other than that, uh, my that's my answer. That's been my position is rarely, and I'm going to give you you know my reasons. Um, First and foremost, my position on this is that I, I do believe it's okay to have several credit cards, two credit cards, five credit cards, ten credit cards. I, I don't, I, I don't think that it's it's a bad idea to have many different credit cards. Um, however, I do believe it is a bad idea if you get yourself into into a lot of debt, which means you don't really know how to manage these credit cards. You're forgetful for these credit cards. As long as you're on top of it and you're controlling, you know exactly how many cards you have, what the limits are, what the balances are, the payments are like on auto pay or whatever, you're on top of it, then I'm okay with you having several. If, if you get overwhelming, you can't keep up with it. I don't think it's a good, good idea to have too many, maybe, maybe two to three, um, maybe a couple of them would, would be okay. Um, but you know, my position is you don't want to, the reason why you don't want to apply for so many credit cards so fast, uh, is because it could actually lower your, your credit score. And here's why. So, so credit cards or inquiries, let's talk about hard inquiries for, for a little bit. So hard inquiries, that's when a, a bank or a company checks your credit report to use your credit report and use your credit score as a deciding factor on whether or not they should extend services to you or credit to you or loan to you, whatever it may be, right? They're using your credit report and your credit score to base that decision on. Now, there are certain industries that will allow you to have multiple banks, multiple companies checking your credit at the same time, and you won't be penalized for it. And those industries really are really three industries, mortgage, auto, and student loans. And the reason why each inquiry will not... So let's let's say you were trying to apply for a mortgage loan, trying to get a house, and you went to five different banks. And the reason why you're going to five different banks is because you want to see who can offer you the best interest rate, right? You want to see who can give you the best deal possible because not all banks are equal. All banks are competitive. Uh, they want to compete for your business. So obviously, by being competitive, uh, that's a beautiful part about a free market is that when they're competitive, they're going to really fight for your business, try to offer you the lowest possible interest rate. So let's say you want to see who's going to offer you the best interest rate. And however, you're scared or you, you don't want to do it because you don't want to ruin your credit, right? You don't want to have too many hard inquiries, you know, back to back and affect your score and then eventually hurt your chances of even getting approved for a mortgage altogether because your score dropped from having so many inquiries. So FICO scoring has logic embedded in certain score models um, called deduplication. Say, so deduplication is where 
Um, these the deduplication logic will kick in when the when when FICO scoring notices that on your credit report you have multiple inquiries from these industries. Um, as long as they're within 45 days of each other, they're going to be counted as one. So let's say it's day one and I'm going to the bank and I, I'm going to, let's just say, ABC Bank. And I'm doing my mortgage application. They run my credit and I have a hard inquiry. And they say, okay, Mr. Chavarria, we're going to go ahead and offer you, you know, we can do the deal. We can get you a mortgage loan and the interest is going to be 4%. And I say, okay, that, that's great. Um, let me think about it because I have some friends that are getting 3%. And so I want to see um, what else is out there. I appreciate that. I appreciate the offer. Um, let me think about it. Let me get back to you. And I want to go, let's say I don't do it right away. Let's say I don't do it tomorrow. I'm busy. I get back home. You know, kids are running around. It's crazy. A lot of stuff going on at the house. And then uh, next week when I have a little bit more time, the following week, um, I decide to go to, you know, uh, bank ABC, right? Different bank. And bank ABC says, okay, let's run your credit and let's see where you stand. They run my credit and they say, you know what? We can go ahead and give you 3.5%, okay? So in that scenario there, that second inquiry was within seven days. It was, was, it was within one week of that first one, Okay. So what FICO scoring will do will treat both of them equal. They'll be scored as one once all the dust settles because there is a 30-day uh, grace period to where they're not scored right away. Um, but outside the grace period, as long as those inquiries with their, are within 45 days of each other, they'll be treated and scored as one to allow me, the consumer, to do rate shopping. Right? I want to shop around for the best rate, but I don't want my credit to be penalized in that process. Credit cards is the industry that, that that deduplication logic does not apply to, okay? You can apply for multiple credit cards within 45 days of each other, and each one will be counted against you as a hard inquiry. And so that's one of my positions on why you don't want to get so many credit cards so fast is because of all the hard inquiries that are not deduplicated. And what makes it worse, if you are declined um, a credit card, the likelihood of you applying for another one right after that is pretty, it's, it's, it's a little high because you just got declined and you want someone to tell you yes. You're thinking, okay, maybe this credit card company declined me. Maybe this other company will approve me, right? Because we, we all know banks are different. Credit card companies are, are, are different. And so if you're declined with one bank and you apply for another one, you're declined again, that's two hard inquiries kind of back to back. And that's going to really hurt your score. Not that not going to destroy your credit score because inquiries only counts for 10% of your FICO score, but it could drop it in your three points. It could be five points. It could be 10 points. It just depends on how many you've had um, in the, in, in, you know, the not so you know distant future or past rather I should say. So this, the other position they have before applying for credit cards is, is you want to be overly confident in your credit before you apply. And what I mean by that is you want to make sure that your FICO bank card score is in the mid to high 600s or higher, preferably in the 700s. But if your credit score is like 650, 660 or greater, then you have a good chance of getting approved for the majority of the credit cards that are out there. Again, this is your FICO bank card score, not your, or your FICO score, even your FICO aid score as, as well, but not your Vantage score, which your Vantage score, by the way, Vantage is a competitor to FICO. 
So Vantage scoring, essentially, that score is provided to you through companies like Credit Karma and many online sites. Some, some credit card uh, statements provide Vantage scores as well. So Vantage is a competitor to FICO, but the majority of the credit card companies, the majority of the banking industry, I'd say 95% or greater, they use FICO scoring for their decision makings, uh, lending-based decision making, but not Vantage scoring. Okay, Vantage has a little market share, FICO owns a majority. And so you need to know what your FICO credit score is. And the best way to get that is through really myfico.com. They don't pay me anything for saying that. I just say that um, because it is the only website out there where you can get your true FICO score, FICO bank card score, FICO mortgage score, FICO auto score. Um, so you want to know what your FICO aid score, or what your FICO bank card score is. And you want to make sure that score is high sixes, you know, definitely at least in the sevens. Okay, that's that's number one. Um, number two is, you know, you don't want to to apply for a credit card that you owe money to. I know it seems common sense, some people, you forget this. So what that means is, let's say when I was 18 years old, and this is a true story, by the way, um, I screwed up my account with Capital One, okay? So I had a Capital One credit card, um, didn't think anything about it, and stopped paying it, and then, you know, went to a charge-off status, and, you know, of course, my credit suffered because of that. You don't want to go back to, let's say I want to I want to start building credit three years later and I see a Capital One credit card offer, which they'll still make you offers. Um, but it's probably not wise of me to go back to Capital One and apply for another credit card when I already owe the money because there's a good possibility that I'll still I'll be declined. Even though my credit's good, I could be declined because I owe Capital One money. So... Maybe if you give it a couple, you know, a couple more years, maybe seven, ten years on the line, they probably won't even remember anywhere. They probably won't even have it on the records. But uh, you know, if you owe a credit card money, you probably don't want to apply for that same credit card again. Another thing is make sure you can afford it. Make sure you can afford having another credit card. If you're kind of paycheck to paycheck and you want to get a credit card just to kind of help get through, I don't think that's a wise thing to do. You probably want to be doing the opposite. You want to maybe look at some of your expenses, find ways to kind of cut some costs down, um, pinch some pennies here and there, and start putting money into a savings account as opposed to uh, getting a credit card to be that savings account little cushion, right? So that's another topic, you know, another, another, another topic for another day. Uh, but make sure you can afford it. Don't go to the credit card because, hey, these are going to be for, you know, helping me get by. That's not a good re good reason to use credit card because you can quickly get into debt and make your problems worse. Um, so I wouldn't do it for that for that reason. And part of being confident as well for applying for credit cards is making sure that you'll get approved. And by getting approved is they're going to be looking at your score for one. And, you know, two is making sure that you have at least one open account, at least one open revolving credit card with a low balance, good limits, good payment history, more specifically, uh, before you apply. Because a lot of what credit card companies typically will do is they'll kind of mirror one another. So let's say that I have a secured credit card with a $300 limit, and I'm using it just to build credit. If I go and apply for an unsecured credit card, like with Capital One or you know Wells Fargo, whoever, and I get approved, more than likely my credit limit's gonna be equal, maybe a little bit more to what I currently have. It's unlikely that Wells Fargo is gonna say, okay, we're gonna give you a $3,000 limit. And my, only, my highest limit right now is 300. It's possible, but it's unlikely. Wells Fargo may say, okay, you can handle a $300 credit limit card just fine, we'll give you 500 automatically. 
So usually that's how that would work out. So make sure you have at least one open account now before you apply for a new credit card that's reporting in good standing, perfect payment history, low balance, and it's got a decent size uh, limit on there before you start applying for, for credit cards. And last but not least, even if you are approved for, for, for a credit card, you still want to give it some time. You don't want to go back to back again, like I mentioned before on the hard inquiry. You don't want to go back to back so quick. You want to give it some time because, and I would recommend like waiting about six months before you apply for another credit card, maybe three tops, but for sure, probably preferably at least six months before you apply for another credit card. A couple of reasons why is because credit card company, credit card applications like for you to have fewer than like three hard inquiries in the last six months. They don't want to see too many. That's also part of their lending, you know, decision uh, making purpose that they'll, they'll use is they'll look at the hard inquiries, how many you've had. And another thing too, they see that they see they have multiple hard inquiries, but those accounts didn't result in credit, like an approval. Then there's a good chance that that same that new company will decline you just based on that because like okay, well these companies aren't approving you. That means something's wrong. Something that they see uh, is wrong with your credit. So I'm not going to take that gamble either. I'm going to decline you as well. So that's why you don't want to have too many hard inquiries so quick and apply or apply for so much credit so fast because it could lead to not only point reduction, but also it could lead to um, applications being declined just based on that basis alone. Um, so another thing too is hard, in hard inquiries, they typically will uh, decrease in penalty, meaning the damage that that hard inquiry is making against your score will go down little by little, month by month. Um, after about 12, at about 12 months, it has no impact because score uh, hard inquiries are not scorable outside of 12 months and they're only on the credit board for 24. So the longer you you wait in between credit card applications, the better your scores are gonna be, the better the application process is gonna be, and the more likely you're gonna get approved for a new credit card. Okay, so that is my my time today. I hope the, the this video has been helpful for you. If you like this video, give it a thumbs up. If you have questions, let me know what you think or let me know what your questions are in the comments section. Also, be sure to subscribe to my channel for up-to-date information. Um, last but not least, if you are, you know, in the in the uh, in the market for wanting to repair your credit, raise your score, maybe you're trying to buy a house in the future, maybe you're trying to get a better interest in a car or get a car in general, uh, but you're kind of stuck with your credit, not too sure what to do. You need to raise it, but you don't really know what to do. You don't have the time to mess with it. Go to my website. Go to joechavaria.com/links to learn more. There's also a link in there to to opt in to receive a complimentary, no obligation credit review on your credit report with myself or one of my experts on my team. We'll basically review your credit report with you, item by item, break things down for you, tell you how to repair it yourself. Um, some other things you can do on your end to start boosting your score. Um, and so if you want to hire us to do the work for you, then my team member will provide you with uh, with an accurate quote and time frame of how long it'll take and how much it'll cost to repair your credit. So if you want to hire them to do the legwork for you, you know, my team and I are happy to do that and happy to do all the legwork for you. But at the very least, you'll get to know exactly what to do yourself. So if you do have the time to work on your own, you're on your own credit, you can go ahead and, and do that. So again, that's joechavria.com slash links. It'll be in description or it'll be in my bio, one of the places where you can check that out. Other than that, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. It's been another episode of the Joe Credit Show. I'm Joe Chavaria. I'll see you in the next one. Take care, guys.